Welcome to this episode of the Chaotic Monkey Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about ghosts, otherworldly entities, and the third eye with one of my childhood and hometown friends. Welcome to you're you're the very first guest on my podcast. So, uh, yay! Premier episode. The, yeah, this is the the premier episode. So thank you for joining my podcast. Yeah, I'm so honored. Uh, so for everyone that's listening, this is my Mai. She's a childhood friend of mine, and she was my first girlfriend. No. <laughs> I still have the pictures. You can't lie to me. Yeah, I also have them. Wait, uh, I already sent you the bullet topics a while ago when uh, we were chatting, and I'm just gonna get straight into it so we don't uh, we don't stall for too long. Everyone in the friend group knows that you have very very strange moo moo sightings and all of that. So wh- when did you start? Like, did 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 you start seeing them since you were young, or did it just happen when you were growing up? Or oh yeah, so it's actually very confusing. On my part, since when I was young, I was very adamant about it. I thought that everything that I have been seeing are seen by other people, but apparently not. But I wasn't very vocal about it, since I tried to deny it that they actually exist. Because when I was young, I was very much afraid of them. So um, when I was in grade four, I guess that was grade four or grade three, I always see this young girl who's like when i like every after class we tend to like clean at the back of the classroom or inside the classroom the cleaners so every time that i was assigned at the back of the classroom i would always see this girl and she would always ask me to play with her and such or like talk to her but i always reject her offer so i never never once did i talk to her or like like really have a conversation long conversation or played with her so there came a point when i was like really eager to go home because there was an event going home back then in her house and then she was very like also she she was also eager to like to talk to me or play with me during that time and so i snapped and i was kind of pissed <laughs> because you know like you're very eager to go home as much as soon as possible, but she kept on saying, "Oi, oyag kita, maoyag kita, sigina." And oh. yeah, yeah, she was, yeah, she was like in Warai. So I thought, na, she's also one of the students in our school or what. But then, after that, do you know what she said when I snapped at her? Like, yeah, what did she say? Like she just said, na, okay. And ako mama na an makuha sa imo. But that, yeah, so, but that time, I didn't like give too much attention about it because I was, I really wanted to go home now. So, but like right now, remembering it, it really gives me goosebumps. Like, what? And then, two, I guess it was two weeks or a week after that incident, um, I kept on, um, on having like nightmares or, I get a hard time sleeping because I was so afraid that a girl might like visit me in my dreams or so. And then one time, I thought that it was a nightmare. It was already the fourth day or the third day that it happened. And then when I woke up, I saw this like a woman. 
she was wearing a dress and her hair was like a bit curly on like on the root of her hair but on the like end part it was straighter than the roots so like <laughs> her hair was like really fuzzy and then when i saw her on the curtain behind the curtains i thought like it was part of a dream but then, so i went back to i went back to sleep and then i woke up again because she was on top of me and when i was younger i really didn't want like to put on lotion on my body so what i described was mamag may babae na nag na nagtuturon sa ako kay ginbubutangan ako niya lotion sa ako chin and my mom and my cousins and also my sisters didn't believe me that time and they just laughed off so I shrugged it, like, yeah, yeah nice like, joke yeah i i just shrugged it off because they didn't want to believe me so what can i do right so but then there came like episodes of like, evening uh, i would keep on bothering my parents because i was crying so loud because i was so scared to go to sleep and see the woman again so we went to a shaman and i never like told the shaman about what i have seen or what i have experienced for the past few weeks but then she said that okay so did you did you play with a girl I was like, no i didn't and how did you know and then she just said na kay kukuhaon ka man sa iya mama what the fuck are you saying so, yes oh my god this bomb so she said nakukuhaon daw ako sa iya mama so i replied ha huh? kay nano what was the reason nano kay kukuhaon ako sa mama and then she said na she was so upset upset or mad she was so mad that dire ako nakikiuyag sa iya anak and it's like typical na ang ang anak kay nagsumbong sa mama something like that and then she was so mad at me so para like in compensation na dili na ma-upset ang yang anak kay she wanted to get me so that i can play with her daughter that's what the shaman said so during that time like it's so hard to believe that it actually existed and so my dad asked me like do you have your third eye open or how did your third eye open and i didn't really understand the concept of like third eye or seeing entities that is not really existing in our own dimension like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Duh. I, was, i was so young that time and all i was thinking that i was scared of white ladies and I wasn't ready with that kind of, um with that concept I guess so I tried to deny that and then the shaman said that I could help you and I could like close your third eye and or such and then but like she um she warned me I think she warned me that time that there will someday it will it might reopen again and it did you know <laughs> surprisingly it did and it's much stronger right now and sometimes like i'm not very vocal about it to like to other people except for you guys like to those people who are very close to me because it's it's kind of weird it's kind of hard to believe that a person could see things because you know like i'm in a medical field i'm a nursing student so 
it is expected of me that I try to think or reason out logically or like um, align it with scientific explanations. But I yeah, because you were always one of the smartest people in class. Like whenever I think of logical people, you're one of the first few people that are actually on top of that list. So it's kind of, it's kind of weird to like when you started opening up about that kind of things to to your friends back in high school and even ah. before that. Oh, yeah, during it, high school, I I did not like, I didn't actually had experiences like the like this, um weird experiences like I'm having right now or like based on the past few years during our j- junior high school. It started again during senior high school, like grade twelve, I think, or like on the last sem of grade eleven, it recurred. But during junior high school. I think my third eye was really close that time because I didn't have weird experiences with ghosts or like entities or encantos. That's just really scary. If if you're like a kid and then your whole illusion of reality is kind of like shattered because like you see things that other people don't. So how did you deal with that? It was very like confusing on my part and it was really hard to like accept it, especially to open up to other people. What I did was, when I transferred here in Cebu City, I was like dealing with people who have experiences, like the same experiences, like weird stuff, like they tend to see something or someone like white lady, or they tend to hear things that are, aren't like visible to their naked eye. Like that, so okay. Like to keep it simple, what I did was I tried to like conceal it at first, and then when I have met this kind of like people who have the same experiences as I as I had, I tend to like slowly open up and be like be comfortable on what I was seeing or what I have been experiencing, and. My coping mechanism was whenever I see something, of course, my first, um, my first reaction was to be scared, right? Like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's it's not yeah. every day that it might happen to you. So, I tend to like explain to them what I'm seeing, like very detailed explanation, or I describe to them what I felt during that time, or what I have seen during that time, or what did those entities did to me. So. After that, like a few years after, it's kind of easier for me to deal with them. And it gets a less bit scarier every day, you know, like you get used to them. It's like they're, they're also like here, like beside me. <laughs> oh no, right now? Oh. <laughs> beside me or like around me. So it gets easier from one day to the next so parang nakakasanayan na rin every day like yeah that's the th- that's a term nakakasanayan you get used yeah, to it you get used to it you mentioned you went you mentioned while you were telling the story you mentioned that you also started uh, telling other people like slow slowly opening up about like you know what you experienced when you were a kid and what you see do you enjoy just in general, to the people that you're comfortable talking to, do you enjoy telling these stories and seeing their reactions? 
Oh, for the record, whenever I experience it like firsthand or during the time that I am seeing them, like for example, right now, like we're talking, mm-hmm. for, like okay, for example, only ha. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's up to you if you believe it or not. Like for example, right now, or like we're talking, and then I see someone or I see something. On that time, on that time being, I won't be telling you that I'm seeing something. I'll like keep it like as normal as possible. Na na wala ako nakikita na other things aside from you. But like after hours or when we like go out of the place or when we go to the other place. Or after days or weeks, that's the time that I would tell you or like tell stories about it. But sometimes I feel so uncomfortable telling them these stories because you know, like the stigma or like the stereotyping that I was like right now. My current state is I was um trained to think scientifically. If I would align my experiences to it, it would like sound like I'm not I'm not properly I'm not. And my proper <laughs> mind, like you know, like my mind is not sound. So that was also one thing that I reconsider when I tell stories because not everyone is very like open to having open this to, kind of yeah. conversation, right? But yeah. if like I know you personally and you know that you don't get, I like I know that you don't get comfortable talking about it, then I would gladly tell you these stories because it's something that not everyone experiences. And it's kind of fun. I'm not really like fun. It's kind of overwhelming to experience these things and not just like, like keep it to yourself. Because sometimes, like, like when you're so into it, like no, like you're you're so into it, and you're like dealing with it alone. It's kind of like, <laughs> like it's very um, it's it's mind blowing, you know? Like yeah, like the reason why you see them is not very known. Like you don't know the reason why you are seeing them, or where they they came from, or what kind of entity are they? Are they the same with us or not? So it depends on the people. Sometimes, if I know that you're easily get scared of, I won't tell you that on the time being. But sometimes, no, I like do it for fun. <laughs> I like to do it for fun. Yeah. Just so you know, whenever like we're driving together and and, and things oh, like yeah. that, if ever we have, just don't tell me because I'm gonna panic. Okay, okay, good to know that. Yeah, so, I, would I might know just the crash the car or something. Yeah. <laughs> Now that you said that, you kind of like you know you kind of do it sometimes for fun, and and then it, when you like uh, if you're comfortable with the people and you tell them the story, so. Uh, What are some of your personal favorite stories that you, if you're comfortable with sharing it right now? There's a lot, actually. Um, wait, can you like give me some like, genre or like a ghost okay. or so, something or that that something that both of us can relate to? Because I think every student or or a majority of of students that have that went to our school back in elementary has experienced something in Gabaldon in the Gabaldon. Oh my God! Yeah, in Gabaldon. Okay, so I have this like really, really, really bad experience with Gabaldon, as in so. It was before I discovered that I had my third eye open. So we were I like no, you were still in Saint Francis that time. We were grade three, and I was one of the contestants for Science Quizby. And our advisor that time was the late Miss Helen. 
Um, and then, yeah, you know her. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, it was Miss Helen who, like, we were together during that time, and it was already 5 o'clock. We were reviewing for the science quiz B. And then when it's, like, at, I think it was 5.30 or, like, 6 already, we started, like, seeing this black cat. And then she, that cat went inside the room, and then she told me that I should go out and I should close the door. So I did what she said. And she was the only one staying inside the room. And I was, like, I think she was, like, praying or... Like, it was a Latin prayer. I couldn't oh. remember. Yeah, it was a Latin prayer. And that time, I didn't know about the prayer or, like, the Latin. It, it, it didn't creep me out. So I just shrugged it off. And then she called me again. I went back again. And then she said that we should go home. On our way to Gabal... Like, on our way downstairs, we were, like, heading to Gabaldon. The stairs where Jose Rizal was... <laughs> oh, oh my yeah, God, Jose Rizal. So oh, my creepy. God, that Jose Rizal. Wait, yeah. There are two stairs on that, yeah, like, area. Yeah, there are two staircases, yeah. Oh, my God, wait. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> on our way to that stair, there was candles lighted on the pathway. So... Who the hell would what? light candles on the pathway at 5 p.m.? And you know that a public school doesn't really have a guard who would like roam around yeah. all the time or so. There are no janitors or what whatsoever. So there was there were candles being lighted on the pathways. I think there were seven or six candles. And like they weren't put in a kind of in a candle, um, what do you call that? Like, where you put your candles? Like, they were just. Oh, shit. Oh, they were just on the ground. Oh. They were just on the staircase. They were, they were just on the, no, they were just on the ground. And so, when we were already on the Gabaldon area, there was a ruin there. Like, it, it was a column, and it was sitting on one of the stair of Gabaldon. And on the end of that column, there was a girl sitting. So, Miss Helen told me not to look at the girl. But, you know, like, I was so stubborn. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, you're curious and you're stubborn. Why did Miss Helen told me not to look to the, at the girl? So, I still looked at the girl. And her face was very pale. She was wow. wearing this, like, cream, cream dress, above-the-knee dress. And she was sitting, and she was waving at us. And, like, I think the girl said something, but I didn't quite, like, heard what she said. But Miss Helen answered the girl, like, Diri, okay la kami, diri kami, kami maupun sa imo, mauli na kami, pabayila kami. Something like that. And she was repeating that. And she, wish she whispered, like, say a little prayer, or, like, your own personal prayer, or angel of God, or any, like, Prayer, like to protect us <laughs> and truth be told we're all gonna pray i didn't pray because i was like so scared that time that i couldn't contain my thoughts my emotions like oh my god why did miss helen told me to pray and then why did the girl waving at us and then 
there were actually blood dripping on her legs. Oh no. On her left leg. Jesus as in like there were blood dripping on her legs. So like Miss Helen was holding me so tight and she was half running. So I was I had no choice but to also like run and we ran. <laughs> I have goosebumps right now. Holy hell. I don't think I'm gonna like, be able to speak really, right like, after. We ran well like while we're running, Miss Helen were chanting her Latin prayers. And I couldn't like remember what that prayer was. But after that time, like three days I think that was three days. We didn't like stayed at the room until five PM because we were afraid that it might happen again, and I didn't like walk past Gabaldon for weeks or even months during that time. And Miss Helen actually told me that when I arrive at our house, I should like pray, and then I should try to I just I need to like shrug my clothing, like something like that. But then I didn't actually do that. I just prayed over like during before I slept. I just prayed. So after that, the morning, Miss Helen told me na don't tell anybody about that ha. Langa, don't tell anybody that he saw that girl or or. So I kept mom. This is the first time that I be. Oh no, the first time that I shared this story was during my um IG story. Yeah, that was the first time, and this is the second time that I share this story. Yeah, I was the one that asked you that. Oh really? Oh yeah, in your, yeah. I was oh. going to ask you that. Yeah. In, in your IG story, just, you kind of left out some details. You just said that you saw a girl with with uh, the late Miss Helen, with Mom yeah. Helen. You just said that. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Now that you actually went into detail, like, bruh, I just have goosebumps all over right now. I swear, like, um, even until now, there are times that I would like dream of that girl. But I think like she doesn't look the same. But I know that she was that girl. And every time that I have a dream about her, I would like pray and include Miss Helen on my prayers because you know like I wanted to pay like some respect or to like remember her from time to time because she was actually very special to me. So, yeah, it was it was kind of like a bond between <laughs> Miss Helen and I that we actually discovered that. She asked me, yeah, she asked me, you can see them? I was like, yes, miss. <laughs> should, should I not see them? We just laughed it off the next day. But, you know, it was kind of weird and scary that she even, like, messaged my mom to remind me to pray at night. And she just made an excuse that I should pray so that I would win the competition. But <laughs> I know that... I know that it was it it has different intentions, you know. It's kind of sweet of her to do that. Yeah, I miss her. So not, not not at least uh, you know the story was scary as hell, and I'm probably not gonna be able to sleep. But at least the ending had a wholesome. It it had a wholesome end to it. So, I think the nice. best companion that time was really Miss Helen, because if like thinking right now, if I would be with other teachers during that time, I think like we would like freak out. The whole and then we would like stumble on the stairs. Like <laughs> go down, you know, like Miss Helen knows how to deal with it. I guess it's a part of her like calling. She was a nun before. So I think like she knows how to deal with it. So I I felt protected that time. 
scared but protected. But how often do you see like entities and whatever? Often, it's very often. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, yeah, no, like no. almost every day, I get to see um different entities. You know, sometimes it it gets so overwhelming, but you get used to it from time to time. You get used to it, and it gets less scarier than the previous day you know sometimes you get you still get scared but on the long run you know that i'm the human here you're not human you're just visitors in my dimension so back off like yeah that's actually a nice mindset to have so if ever i get scared yeah because you need to overpower them i'm not sure if it's true but some people would say you feed like they feed on your fears so i tend to leave that with my everyday journey <laughs> with that experiences and i think it actually works that you don't feed them your fears because you need to overpower them because you are the human like you belong here they don't so no now that you've shared some of your stories can i can i just say one one of my stories like i don't I I don't see I don't see ghosts like I don't have a third eye like you do so so I I'm just scared like I'm just easily scared of the dark like it's just oh, my yeah. mind yeah but one one time when I was when I was in Manila I think I was uh, I think I was 16 here just the the summer vacation before college right and we were in we were in Manila and I was in a stop I, I I was in a crosswalk. And I was waiting for the traffic to stop so I can cross. And then on the other side was this dude. He was very tall, very pale. It looks like he hasn't slept for days. And he was wearing just the way that I would describe it is camisa de chino, just white camisa de chino, and then white pants. Right? I I thought to myself that huh, why is nobody staring at him? Is he like a ghost or something? And I just laughed because, like, you know, like, haha, funny joke. And when I was crossing the street, he he kind of passed me too. And then I think I heard him whisper to my ear, "Oh my God, ano mo nalaman?" What? Yeah. And and I I turned around and and I didn't see him. He was just lost. And the, like, there are a lot of people in Manila, right? So when I when I Look behind me, like I didn't see him, and and that just stayed with me for the rest of the day, and it was oh, scary as hell, man. What the hell? You that know, was the scariest shit. Yeah, like hearing about it is so scary. I don't want to hear any of their voices. Like, you know, that's the most no-no for me. I do not want to communicate with them. I do not want to hear their voices or like them talking to me or like. Um, oh, touching me or anything—it's fine with me, like seeing them. But with the other senses, no, no. That that was so creepy, you know, like what? And that stayed with me because you you know Atikat, right? Yeah, she uh, she also has a third eye open, right? And See, he told me. That. Yeah, she 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 tells a lot of ghost stories. Like she knows that I'm easily scared, so she would sit, tell a lot of ghost stories. And she oh. told me that it's one thing to see a ghost; it's one thing to see another entity, and that they're just going like they're they're not bothering anyone or anything like that. But when they interact with you, you should just run. Yeah, I mean, like 
there are times, there are a lot of times actually, that they try to communicate with me. So I have this friend who can communicate with them. May it be like ghosts or spirits or like other entities or encantos or something like that. They told me that, uh, she told me that the, the spirits or the ghosts who try to communicate with me are those dead spirits. That's why I was like very aloof of communicating with them because I do not want, I actually had one experience that there was a dead spirit who approached me and I know that spirit, you know, like it was a grandmother of my friend there in Allen. So, oh. yeah, but I won't mention her name because you also know her. And she, she told me not to mention her name before or like mention about it. So let's not talk about that. But yeah, like okay. we, he, she just approached me all of a sudden and she talked to me and I was so surprised that she was dead during that time. So that was it. So, what? Oh, no. Yeah, and her grandmother, her granddaughter was actually surprised that I just randomly like message her asking about her grandmother if how was she or is he, is she okay? And then she just replied that what? Di mo parang namatay naman si Lola. Oh my god! Oh my god! No. As in, that was the last time that I tried to like. Like, I let them talk to me. Because I didn't know that she was dead. I thought, like, she was having a vacation in Cebu City. But it was actually weird that she was outside my school. So I, I approached... I know, I approached her. Yeah, I was the first one who approached her. Because, of course, I know her. I really cried. Like, I cried for three days because of that. I didn't... I didn't expect that to happen. That was the first time that it happened. You, you've seen... Uh relatives who passed away of other people but have you ever seen a relative of yours that passed away yeah actually when my grandfather died yeah i guess that was the first time that i went back home after he died so i think that was like months after he died when i arrived at the doorstep of our house i saw him on our garden and he was wearing that it was a polo it was a christmas gift actually and I could remember that polo because I was the one who chose that polo. So I saw him and he was smiling at me. And when I went inside, I whispered to Lola that I have seen Lolo outside on the garden and he was smiling towards me. But when I went back to the garden, I didn't see him anymore. That was the only time that I saw him. And I, th- I thought that I would also be seeing my Lola who passed away, but it didn't. Like... She didn't let me see her or even in my dreams. Oh, yeah, that was weird, actually. Oh, oh, my God. I remembered something, Deo. <laughs> my Lola on my father's side. You know what? This this will creep you out, I swear. So, on the, on the day of his burial, like, you know, like, you go to a cemetery and then yeah. like, last viewing of, of the dead body, you know, like, people would open your like casket so like they were viewing my lolo last viewing and they were crying they were like putting um roses on his casket but i saw him sitting on one of like puntod it is grave 
Puntod. Yeah, one of the graves. Yeah. Sure. And then, man, like, ang grave, it, like, ang usual cemetery in provinces, like, anong patong-patong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was stacked up, so. He was sitting on the third um, Puntod. And he was, like, it's as if, like, he was singing or, like, his humming. And I really broken down right oh. there. I did not, like, expect that to see him. Oh, my God. And then, you know what? The moment that the casket was closed, he was there beside his casket and he was holding his casket. And I was crying and he was like, you know that sign that you shush someone, you put your finger on your mouth. Yeah, you he was shushing to, you? Yeah. He shushed me not to tell, maybe like not to tell anyone that I could see him or what, but I was like really crying so hard. I did not get to the chance to like look look at his casket for his final um like for his departure you know like it was really burdensome during that time because i could say that i think he was happy i i don't know like i, I can't read their minds but based on his aura he was happy but he was like hesitant to really leave he just stayed there and he was like crying you know like he was crying on his grave oh my god yeah that gave me like nightmares, days of nightmares. Like my lolos being outside his casket, and I was the only one who could see him. So sometimes it's it's just a heavy emotional burden for you, right? Being able to see like other things out there. Because you know, like it's not just like emotionally, but there came like things or elements that are very heavy. Like their auras are very ha- heavy. That sometimes. I vomit or I feel so light and sometimes I feel so heavy. My head is spinning. I get like severe headache. So I tend to vomit. I tend to like collapse. No, but that was during the first few months that I have been seeing them that I couldn't handle their auras because they have auras. You know, that's where you can like really tell. You can give the distinction if they're bad, if their intentions are bad. Or good, or they're just passers-by. Well, when we started talking, I, I, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a fun way of, uh, like, you know, like reaching out with with my my again, and then we're gonna talk about ghosts, and it's gonna be really fun. But now that we kind of delved into it a little bit deeper, I didn't, I didn't realize how how emotionally heavy this could be for or someone that's, that has a third eye open that can see other things out there. And especially when you told the story about your grandfather and, and like you can't say, uh, you can't tell other people that you see him and, and you see how sad he is, like going, uh, leaving and, and whatnot. I just want to give you like a virtual hug right now because that, that just sounds heavy, man. Even though like I can see them or what, I couldn't really understand what's the reason why I see them. Or is it a mental disorder? Or is it spiritual <laughs> disorder? You know, like, yeah. you, you, you tend to question yourself because you cannot relate. Even though, like, there are people who experience the same as your experiences, you, each experience is, like, distinct to one another, you know? Like, yeah, we can see, we can see um those entities or those um spirits or ghosts but we have different experiences and i couldn't like per se i couldn't really explain that vividly 
or what because it's very personal like it's very subjective it's it's the only only me could experience that you know like that specific experience so it's really like difficult to open up and to like relate to other people although you have like common denominator that your third eye are open but maybe like you can get um similar experiences like you get creeped out or they tend to talk to you or like you don't know what to do whenever like they they try to um papansin like papapansin sayo or what so maybe that's um the bottom or the common denominator of everyone who has third eye but in reality we have different experiences and no one could really understand that even yourself you know because there is no scientific or structured explanation about these things like these supernatural happenings you know like it's all conspiracies it's all theories it's it's all subjective actually it's it's more on perception of the person so it's really difficult to explain to other people especially if you're not really ready for this kind of conversation so yeah now you had miss helen for you you had the late miss helen to kind of like uh guide you or something like that like she, she was kind of uh she was someone that you looked up to that that you were in common with so w- w- do you have anything to say to anyone who might be listening to us right now if ever they have the same types of experiences as you like what can you say to them okay so um i'm not good at this but maybe the only thing that i could like help you with is that you need to like understand you, oh no you need to not like overlook things you need to like not really understand the whole concept for you to accept that it is actually happening or they're actually existing because if that ever like you try your best to understand what is the reason behind why you see those things or why are you experiencing and those weird happenings your mind will just blow off and you might lose your mind actually like it's it's a different level of pers- pers- perspective that you need to like realign your thoughts whenever you see these people or people or things whenever you get to deal with them you need to realign your thoughts and you just need to strengthen your like belief in yourself that it it will happen again and again and again but you have the choice to like control it and not really give much of attention to them because sometimes they just do not matter to you you know like they matter if you give them much of attention but if you don't then they won't matter because it's really hard to deal with them because they act differently maybe they think differently but you need to overpower them and what i said earlier that you should always remember not to feed fears on their soul so maybe that that's the only thing that i could say because even i is still like finding this like what path is this heading to like what can i get with this kind of experiences so it's really like um the thoughts that you the thoughts that i'm experiencing whenever i 
I get to deal with these things is really like parang um wait how can I say this um sobrang nakakasira ng ulo parang ganun <laughs> as in so just try not to overlook things when you see them you acknowledge them but you don't dwell too much with them you don't try to communicate with them even though they are trying to Huwag mong papansinin kung masyado nang nagpapapansin because there are times that when they are so like eager for you to give your attention to them, lumalala eh. Parang mas nagiging powerful sila especially if their aura is not that good. If their aura is like sucking your aura. So there are times that it, hap- that it occurs like parang yung good energy mo sinasuck ng bad energy nila. And then, in result, ikaw yung nawi-weaken. Where in reality, dapat hindi ikaw. Parang ganon. So, you should not overlook things and you should overpower them every time that you deal with them. Thank you very much for your time, my my. We talked for uh, quite a lot of time, around 20-30 minutes. Yeah, almost an hour, actually. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, I'm gonna give you 30 seconds to say whatever you want to say. Any anything under the sun, any topic that you want to talk about, any 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 issue that you want to bring attention to. So you have 30 seconds to do that, starting right now. Okay, so um, right now, like you know, we're in the middle of pandemic. And although there are, like, minimal cases going on in our hometown or anything, just don't forget that this pandemic is not over and we should all wear masks, our masks, we should, like, um, disinfect always, and we should keep our family healthy. Like, you know, keep ourselves healthy and safe from everything that is going on around us. So maybe that's, that's it. Thank you very much, Mai Mai. Thank you. I had so much fun. And when I get home, magpo-podcast tayo. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do this again. This is this has been so much fun listening to you talk about stories again. So uh, First time. This is the first episode. Thank you so much, my way. Yes, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Monkey Podcast. The Chaotic Monkey Podcast is a bi-monthly podcast that talks about a range of topics, may it be love, music, history, or whatever. If it's under the sun, there's a chance that we'll talk about it. If you don't want to miss out, click the subscribe button. That is all. Goodbye.